What's going on, everyone? Grace and peace. It's your boy E here. This is another episode of the Proverbial Life Podcast. So this morning, I'm driving to work right now. I am backing out of my driveway, and I wanted to record this episode on my way to work, something conversational to get us thinking and get us talking for the weekend and the upcoming week. But I was thinking about this idea with the whole Kanye West a conversion and coming to faith and um, thinking about theological terms. I'm definitely an advocate for using theological terms. So right now at my church, I'm involved in the youth group and I'm one of the teachers. My pastor and I are sharing that responsibility and we are going through the necessity of scripture. So we're talking about the inerrancy of God, the authority of God, the sufficiency of scripture, the clarity of scripture, things of that nature. And we're just getting started. So we got a lot of groundwork to lay down. But I was thinking about the importance of biblical terms and how important it is for ministers of God and preachers of God and disciplers of God to explain the theological terms found in scripture to new believers and try to, as best we can, put as succinct as possible these rich theological terms in clear, plain language for unbelievers. So with the whole Kanye West thing, one thing that I'm really encouraged by when I hear the language that is being used by Kanye, right? So he says that I was radically saved by Jesus Christ. Like though, that's huge. Like that, that's that's Holy Spirit training 101, right? Like that's that's something that the Spirit of God teaches us when we come to faith in Christ. And it's a work that we can't see, right? Like we're reminded in John 3, the wind blows wherever it wishes, right? And when the wind blows, when that, when regeneration takes place and we're made alive and we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and we're born again, the Spirit of God gives us the mind of Christ. And the way we view life changes, the way we communicate changes, the affections of our heart changes. And this is now the beginning of sanctification. So talking about theological terms, right? We in Christ were elected before the four, you know, before the foundation of the world. Uh, the father chose us and the son came to save those whom the father had given to him and the spirit of god draws the elect to himself that being said when we are justified right when we are made right with god which is a is justification is a legal stance right we we are given the righteousness of christ we are made right with god by virtue of Christ's perfect life. When that happens, then begins the process of sanctification. And bringing it full circle, in the process of sanctification, one of the means by which the Spirit of God, one of the tools that the Spirit of God uses, and it's a main tool that He uses, is the Word of God. Our minds are renewed by the Word of God. And in the Word of God, there are theological concepts, there are 
rich and deep truths that we must grasp. There are examples, there are illustrations, so on and so forth. But it's important for us to, as ministers, not shy away from the importance of teaching those theological terms because there's also logical connections, right? For example, we see in the Word of God that there is three persons in the Godhead, but the word Trinity is not in the Bible. That's a uh, theological and a logical uh, connection point that we use to communicate the idea of the Godhead, okay? So when someone comes to faith in Christ, one of the things you'll notice in the seed of their salvation is that their language will slowly change. And what we have to be careful with is prejudging someone and, and, and saying, well, they can't be a believer because X, Y, and Z. Look at, look at the way they express this theological idea. Well, what we need to do is be patient and look, right? This, this is the difficult thing. So as believers, we need to rejoice, right? Uh, over the repentance of one sinner. But then we need to also watch and inspect the fruit and, 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 and make sure that this person is in a false convert. And again, ultimately, that's the spirit of God's job, right? So we're used as means to accomplish that end. But we're not the Holy Spirit. So when we, when we see someone like a Kanye West come to faith, right, we can rejoice Praise God, right? Praise the Lord that God in his sovereign election has drawn in or has appeared to draw in one of his sons to the fold, i.e. Kanye West, right? And now in the process of sanctification, he needs to learn about the richness of justification, soteriology, sanctification, the inheritance that we have, the fact that he was adopted in Christ, right? All these theological terms, glorification, the resurrection, the ascension, all these things we need to, uh, eschatology, all these things in time throughout our life are things that we need to be teaching those whom we are discipling. Now, all that to say, so Kanye West is on one side, right, of someone who has made a profession of faith, who so far you see some fruit and we hear of the fruit by way of uh, Adam Tyson, who is the pastor that's been working with Kanye West throughout this process. And if you haven't heard that story, I would encourage you to listen to the interview uh, produced by Wrath and Grace, where they interviewed Pastor Adam, Chan uh, excuse me, Adam Tyson, and uh, he went through the his history with Kanye West and up to date where they're at with all this. So that being said, I, I mentioned that to say I, I was sent a song yesterday by a young man that I know. And uh, it's been a young man that I've known for several years now. And I've been able to just communicate gospel truths to him, uh, point him to Christ every opportunity I get. Uh, he is someone who isn't opposed to Christianity, but he's someone also that doesn't know Christ. He's not born again. Uh, 
Okay, he's not he, he's not a new believer. He's not he's so so that being said, he sends me this song, but he's very positive, very uh, hardworking young man, uh, doing well in school, has ambitions, and you know is motivated and all those things, which are great. Okay, he sends me a song by this guy named Dax, and I never heard of him before. And the song is called Dear God, and I'm gonna do a review on it. I actually started the review yesterday. Um, just, just listening to the song and looking at the lyrics to the song. Well, in the song, in the introduction, he starts off by saying that he is a believer. And again, this will kind of come together when I do the review. But if you want, look up the song. Just keep in mind there's language, okay? Uh, foul language. So in the song, right in the introduction of the song, as the instrumental is playing, he says, I'm a believer. Okay? Now... What does that word mean? For someone who's been given a new heart, I'm a believer means that I've been radically changed by Christ, right? This is, I am a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm a believer in Christ, okay? So that's... That's what it means to be a believer. Now, for the unbeliever, what it means to be a believer is that they believe in a God, right? So when an unbeliever says that they believe, they're oftentimes nothing more than an agnostic. An agnostic is someone who believes that there's something out there but they don't know what that something is and they don't think that anyone can really truly know what that something is whereas an atheist doesn't believe at all it doesn't believe there's any god you know believes that we came from you know stardust and we've evolved throughout millions of years so on and so forth okay so This guy, Dax, says that he's a believer. And then he goes into, if you want, again, look it up. Just keep in mind, there's foul language in it. But in the song, he goes in blasting God. He goes in blasting God. And the song is very blasphemous. If you look at the video, he's actually portraying to be Jesus Christ. You can see his nail-pierced hands and the, the crown of thorns on his head and the lashes on his face and the Roman soldiers behind him and him carrying the cross. Blasphemous, right? But he says he's a believer. And this is why it's important for us as believers who truly have been born from above, who have new hearts, who have been radically changed by Christ, that as we grow in our sanctification, as we come to know Jesus Christ more fully through the Word of God, right, and we are connected to a community of believers in the local church, and we grow in sanctification, right, it's important for us to, as best we can, communicate these truths, theological concepts, to unbelievers as we ourselves grow in these areas because you have unbelievers saying they're believers and the reason why they're believers is because they are nothing more than agnostic well being an agnostic isn't a believer now he doesn't know that he's an agnostic but he is right because he's addressing his prayer to God but 
how his 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 concepts of God are a caricature of who he thinks God is. And so he's created a God in his own image and in his own likeness that he can just talk to any way he wants. He can just bully and say whatever he wants to this God because this God is just like him. Right? In fact, in the song, he even portrays himself as being a God, right? So, so I'm demanding of you, God, to tell me why things are so jacked up and, and you better hurry up and do this. And, 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 and now I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a throw explicit words at you for not doing this in the way I wanted you to do this with the quickness in which I wanted you to do this. Well, this man is setting himself up to be a God. He's setting himself up to be a God. And so when we see people who make a profession of faith, we need to examine where that individual is at. And we see that not only in action, but in language. What a person knows about God and what they believe and how, and and, and again, how they communicate that may not be clear, right? So like a Kanye West, when he's communicating something, he may not be able to to give a full orb detail of justification by faith. But if you explain it to him, as Adam Tyson has, he says he's spoken to Kanye West uh, several times for three hours at a time. And and he just go through the plan of salvation, going through the Romans road and, and explaining our sinfulness and Christ's righteousness and our need for repentance and faith in Christ, right? Uh, Kanye West is like, yeah, yeah, that's what I believe. And I can't communicate that because I don't know that yet, but but that's exactly what happened to me. Whereas you listen to a someone, for example, and not limited to, but for example, Dax in his song, Dear God, what you hear is someone who hates God, who is prideful, who does not want to have anything to do with the God of the Bible and partly because he, and I, you know, I can't even say that because I was going to say partly because he's never been told, but I don't know that. I don't know that, right? Obviously, there's a recognition of there being this person or being that is greater than himself. We see this in Romans 1, right? It's man knows that there's a God. The agnostic, the atheist, man, everyone knows that there's a God. And they choose to go their own way. So that's what I wanted to share this morning. That's what I wanted to talk about. The importance of understanding theological terms, the importance of us as believers, truly believers, those born from above, being able to, as best we can, grasp those truths and as best we can communicate them to unbelievers and or new disciples so that they have these terms etched in their minds so that they can grow in sanctification. Okay? We want believers to grow. And we as believers want to grow. And the Spirit of God will ensure that we grow. But by the, the means by which we grow is the grasping and the understanding and the embracing of God's Word and all that it entails. So, let's communicate 
the rich truths found in scripture. Let's study to show ourselves approved unto God. Let's go and make disciples of the nations. Let's teach the youth, the children, our wives, husbands, neighbors. Let's teach people about the beautiful, spectacular, awe-mouth-dropping, wondrous ways of God in the scriptures. And as we do so, we will see that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be glorified. And I pray that the Spirit of God changes their hearts. That's our prayer, right? All of us, that our hearts will be continually transformed as believers and that the unbeliever would be radically saved from their sin. Well, that's all for today. Until next time, look to Christ, live wisely, leave a legacy. Grace and peace.